Hello and welcome to the Daily Homily with Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Anne's Church in Excelsior Springs, Missouri. Father Drew's Daily Mass can be heard weekdays at 11 Central on Catholic Radio Network Channel Gabriel 2. And now, here's Father Drew. A reading from the book of Exodus. The Lord said to Moses, Go down at once to your people whom you brought out of the land of Egypt, for they have become depraved. They have soon turned aside from the way I pointed out to them, making for themselves a molten calf and worshiping it, sacrificing to it, and crying out, This is your God, O Israel, who brought you out of the land of Egypt. The Lord said to Moses, I see how stiff-necked this people is. Let me alone then that my wrath may blaze up against them to consume them. Then I will make of you a great nation. But Moses implored the Lord his God, saying, Why, O Lord, should your wrath blaze up against your own people, whom you brought out of the land of Egypt, with such great power and with so strong a hand? Why should the Egyptians say, With evil intent he brought them out, that he might kill them in the mountains and exterminate them from the face of the earth? Let your blazing wrath die down, relent in punishing your people. Remember your servants, Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, and how you swore to them by your own self, saying, I will make your descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky, and all this land that I promised, I will give your descendants as their perpetual heritage. So the Lord relented in the punishment he had threatened to inflict on his people. The word of the Lord. The Lord be with you. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to the Jews, If I testify on my own behalf, my testimony is not true. But there is another who testifies on my behalf, and I know that the testimony he gives on my behalf is true. You sent emissaries to John, and he testified to the truth. I do not accept human testimony, but I say this so that you may be saved. He was a burning and shining lamp, and for a while you were content to rejoice in his light. But I have testimony greater than John's. The works that the Father gave me to accomplish, these works that I perform, testify on my behalf that the Father has sent me. Moreover, the Father who sent me has testified on my behalf. But you never heard his voice, nor seen his form, and you do not have his word remaining in you, because you do not believe in the one whom he has sent. You search the scriptures, because you think you have eternal life through them. Even they testify on my behalf. But you do not want to come to me to have life. I do not accept human praise. Moreover, I know that you do not have the love of God in you. I came in the name of my Father, but you do not accept me. Yet if another comes in his own name, you will accept him. How can you believe when you accept praise from one another and do not seek the praise that comes from the only God? Do not think that I will accuse you before the Father. The one who will accuse you is Moses in whom you have placed your hope. For if you had believed Moses, you would have believed me, because he wrote about me. But if you do not believe his writings, how will you believe my words? The Gospel of the Lord. Go down at once to your people, whom you brought out of the land of Egypt, for they have become depraved. The depraved Jews had made a molten calf and were worshiping it. A molten object is one with a high melting point, such as is found in gold. 
Exodus reveals how the Jews dispossessed their Egyptian neighbors of their gold before they made their escape out of Egypt. After all the plagues, culminating with the angel of death striking down Egyptian firstborns, the Egyptians were ready to give the Jews anything they wanted, as long as they got out of town. In ancient Egypt, the bull or bull calf, due to its strength, was a symbol of divinity. And so with Moses delayed up on the mountain, the Jews, they lost their focus. They took their eyes off the mountain and doing so, that created a theological vacuum. You see, when people turn away from God and his commandments, well, they'll turn to something else. As the psalm states, they exchanged their glory for the image of a grass-eating bullock. What a horrible exchange. And so the Lord told Moses, I'll kill every one of those stiff-necked people. You see, there was more to the crime than just building a golden cow. Exodus mentions a feast of some sort was going on in the camp. The surrounding pagans' religious feast featured sexual immorality. The Jews then most likely had fallen into grave sin. This was a radical change in direction from the path God marked out for them. They broke the covenant before the ink was even dry on the stone tablets. Covenant, sin, mercy. In the dialogue between Moses and God, we find the doctrinal basis of salvation history. The people were freed from slavery and death, but then they turned their backs on the one who freed them. As far as God was concerned, things were over between he and his people. At this tragic point, he didn't even call them his people. He told Moses, go down at once to your people. Can you see Christ in Moses? That is, after all, the whole point of this high drama. The people had turned away and deserved death. And Aaron, the high priest, with his golden calf, was not the solution. Aaron, who remained down below, represented man and false sacrifice. It would take a God-man to atone for the wrong done. And so, in the fullness of time, the father said to his son, the new Moses, go down to your people whom you brought out of the land of Egypt. But instead of destroying the people, the son mediates with his father up on the mountain of Calvary. That mediation involves blood, precious blood. Seeing the blood poured out of his son, a bloodletting, made present at the eternal sacrifice of mass, the father remembers his promise. His blazing wrath now cooled, the father vows to make his people's descendants as numerous as the stars and give them a land as their perpetual heritage. He relents of the punishment he threatened to inflict on his people and the horrible exchange due to sin is replaced with a wonderful exchange 
that wins us eternal life.